papers, listening to the news today. Uh, did this number jump out at you earlier? Two trillion pounds. Two trillion. Not million, not billion. Two trillion pounds. That's how much debt the UK government is now in. It's the first time it's been that high and it comes amid heavy spending to support the economy, of course, amid the coronavirus pandemic. Spending on measures such as the furlough scheme means that the debt figure now equals the value of everything the UK produces in an entire year. That debt... 227.6 billion, is that 2.27 trillion? We'll find that in a minute. Uh, more than last year, according to the Office for National Statistics. So what does all of this mean? Well, Sarah Hall is a professor of economic geography at the University of Nottingham, and she joins you on BBC Radio Nottingham now. Hello, Sarah. Hi, Dean. Good to speak to you. Sarah, what's a trillion? I mean, it's clearly a big number yeah. in terms of the amount of debt that the UK is um, carrying, clearly far bigger than anything that we would have in our um, personal bank accounts. I think the key thing on this number, though, is not the trillion on its own, but how it compares to the size of the economy. So if the economy continues to shrink, proportionally, the UK's debt will go up. If we have a stronger recovery from COVID-19, then relatively the debt proportion will start to fall. And that's obviously what we need to be planning for. Trying to imagine what's a t two trillion of anything look like. Now, I can, I can imagine a thousand people at a gig, for example. I can get as far as about a million. Beyond that, I struggle. So, so if we go to a thousand and a million, then how do we get to a trillion? So, I mean, I did A-level math, so I know a little bit about numbers. <laughs> I know more about the economy. Um, I think the point here is that it's not debt that we've just accrued in the last six months or so since the pandemic broke. This figure from um, the Office for National Statistics is cumulatively cumulative debt that the UK's amassed over many years and not repaid. So although the number's big, I think it's important to understand that it's not just happened overnight or indeed even in the last six months. It's much more long term than that. And I think that's why in many ways we should be less worried about it than um, if we had a sort of similar figure in, in other circumstances. We've got to think about the economy in the longer term. Does it mean that the government are going to have to start cutting back on things? Are we talking about more austerity, do you think? So that's the question that economists are asking. So when we had a previous period of more debt um, in 2007-8, the then government did cut back um, and implemented austerity. There's quite a lot of evidence now that you don't want to cut back too soon. You want to try and allow your economy to... Um, grow as strongly and as rapidly as it can following a recession. And I think there's signs from the policies that Rishi Sunak's implementing that they're, they're operating in a slightly different way this time. I think one of the key things to watch here is what he does with the furlough scheme and how long he's prepared to keep the furlough scheme open. Now, some areas are predicted to be hit harder than others. And I read somewhere that the East Midlands stands to be one of the worst hit regions by the economic impact of COVID. Why might that be, Sarah? Yeah, so um, I think this is really important that you're right, not all parts of the UK will be um, impacted in the same way. And it all depends on what your economy specialises in. So if we think about Nottingham, the Nottingham strengths as an economy are in things like retail, and high street services, the very things that we haven't been able to take part in during lockdown. Um, and so, you know, those sorts of activities have declined much more. And if you rely on them heavily, 
then your economy is being more significantly impacted. And what can be done to bring it all back into life? So, so you've been, suppose you've been made redundant, you're not going to spend as much money because you mm. haven't got the income. How can all of this mm-hmm. be fixed? I mean, it's a complex question, I'd imagine. Yeah, so there's some short-term measures that the government's already implemented to try and bring spending forward, to try and make us spend to stimulate the economy. So things like stamp duty cuts and the eat out to help out scheme. But they are short-term and I think we do need to be thinking about um, longer-term policies that could be put in place. One would be to continue the furlough scheme for longer, to give businesses more time to work out what they're going to look like post-COVID. Another would be to reduce national insurance contributions for employers, to encourage firms to take on new workers. And another thing would be to invest more in retraining and reskilling so that if someone is in the unfortunate position where they've lost their job, there's retraining available to them to adapt and take advantage of other jobs that may come downstream. Sarah Hall, Professor of Economic Geography at the University of Nottingham. Thank you very much indeed for being here on BBC Radio Nottingham tonight. Uh, A pleasure to have you on board.